Welcome to the Kinder Talk Podcast, a place for kindergarten teachers to find support, glean knowledge, and share experiences specific to kinder. I'm Natalie, a kinder teacher turned kinder teacher supporter, and I can't wait to dive into the unique world of kindergarten together. Kindergarten is a unique place filled with unique needs and opportunities for learning. Twinkle is so excited to bring you a podcast that focuses on all things kindergarten and to help you with your kindergarten journey and classroom. So let's talk about setting up your kindergarten classroom. If you're like me, you have been sat on the floor of your classroom, surrounded by centers and games and mix and match things that have been lost from last year, and you have no idea where to start. If that's you, no fear. Every kindergarten teacher has been there and you are in the right place. I wanna talk about five questions to ask when setting up your kindergarten classroom. This is going to help you prepare for the year and prepare to have all of your systems and routines in place before you even step foot on that first day. The first question to ask would be, is it purposeful and practical? I have been in every situation regarding purpose and practice in my classroom. I have been the teacher who wants to be a Pinterest teacher. I have been the overwhelmed teacher who has hundreds of bins to go through from a retired teacher. And I have been a teacher who was motivated to make things purposeful and practical. We want to make sure that we are doing what works for you and what works for your students. We need to remember when setting up our classrooms that it does not need to be a Pinterest classroom. Although beautiful and well-organized, and maybe it looks like it's on the cover of a magazine, it might not actually be practical. Our main goal when it comes to our classroom is learning. It needs to be a place where learning can take place practically, and it's going to work for your students and you. Some examples of this might be using fonts and posters that are actually readable and going to make sense to your little learners. Sometimes the really cutesy fonts or the cutesy posters can have weird fonts on them that don't make sense with what you're learning and how you're teaching children how to write. So making sure those posters and cutesy things are still cute, but making sure that they're practical font. Something else that might be practical is having maybe not the cutest rug that you find on Amazon, but a rug that's going to be large enough for each student to have a good amount of space. That's going to help you later on with your classroom management and kids touching each other and just provide for a better carpet experience. Another thing that might be good when thinking about practicality would be thinking about expense. You do not need to go out and buy 50 of those $5 bins that are rainbow coordinated and look amazing. Use things like milk crates, cardboard boxes. You can still make things organized and nice looking, but it doesn't have to look like it comes out of a magazine. Making small changes like that will actually help you in the long run when thinking through organizations and routines and procedures. It's going to be just as effective as those really cute $5 bins. If you want them, go for it, but you definitely don't need them to have an organized classroom. The next question to ask when thinking through setting up your classroom would be, does it flow? I want you to think through the purpose of each individual space and think about if they flow together in a cohesive way. This will help you think through your systems before you even start setting up your classroom. When I think about spaces in my kindergarten classroom, I think about how much movement is happening from one activity to the next and how I want there to be a clear flow in that movement. 
When you're setting up your spaces in your classroom, think through the transitions as if you were a student. Think about things like, how are my students going to get from the desks to the carpet? Or how are they going to get from the cubbies to their desk? Thinking about things like that will help you create a flow in your classroom so that your students are maximizing their routines and that way things are not a chaotic mess when you're trying to put together your routine. Thinking to our next question, this also goes with things flowing in your classroom. Our next question would be, does everything have a place? You have your flow of your classroom down, you have your systems mapped out, how your students are getting from here to there, well, how they should know that. But the next thing that's important is, does everything have a place and do your students know how to access those things? When everything has a place in your classroom, students can assist in procedures like getting materials and putting things away. Creating spaces and systems for your materials in your classroom makes your life so much easier. Think through, can my students access these and will they know where they are? It's going to help you so much in the long run when your students are ready to do things like class jobs and table leaders and things like that. It's going to make your life so much easier. You're not going to be organizing pencils and crayons after school for an hour. When my co-teacher and I took the time to make sure everything had its own place, it completely revolutionized our classroom management and helped us to create systems where students were accessing materials without having to access first, which totally revolutionized our center time and small group time because our kids were self-sufficient. This is such an important practice in your classroom. I highly recommend making sure everything has a place and that your students know when and where and how to get those materials. Second to last question is one that I just laugh at when I think about, but it would be, what can I get rid of? Make sure that you ask your principal or assistant principal or whoever you're working closely with when setting up your classroom, if you have just entered a new classroom, but something that can be so freeing and really help you make your space your own is getting rid of those things that have been in your classroom cabinets for years. I have been in a classroom where I was really afraid to throw anything away because this teacher had 20 years of materials that she had worked so hard on and I felt so bad because I knew I wasn't going to use them. We had new curriculum and so I held on to them for the entire year and it just took up so much space and made things cluttered in my closets and at the end of the year my principal was like, why didn't you just throw it away? And I was like, I felt bad. So I know it can be really hard to throw things away, but going through those 20 year old games and centers and mix and match things can be so freeing and can really maximize your space. Minimalizing clutter for an organized classroom creates a less stressful setting for your students. Bottom line, if you don't think you're going to use it, just get rid of it. This is your permission. Make sure you ask your admin, but just do it. It's going to make your life so much easier. Our last question when thinking about setting up our kindergarten classrooms would be, is there a space for me? You need a home base in your classroom. You do so much for your kinders. Make sure that you have a space for yourself. Now, I know that this is easier said than done. 
Some of our spaces are even just a you table or your group table. But you can try adding a bookshelf behind your U table, add a few pictures and trinkets that make you happy. You can add a fun touch to your space like a little personal mini fridge, I had one to keep my sparkling waters in, or things like a letter board, maybe a essential oil diffuser. Things like that to bring a little bit of joy to your day are really going to make a huge difference when you are stressed and just need to take a few deep breaths to gather yourself for the rest of your day. Making little touches like that to bring a personal touch to where you're sitting or where you're planning can really just brighten your day and make you really happy. As we wrap up here, let's think through those five questions again to think about when we're setting up our kindergarten classrooms. Number one, is it purposeful and practical? Number two, does it flow? Number three, does everything have a place? Number four, what can I get rid of? And number five, is there a space for me? I hope that these questions serve as a great tool for you to feel successful and confident on your first day of school as your new little learners join you in your kindergarten classroom. Make sure to check out all of the kindergarten resources we have for back to school on twinkle.com. Unlimited resources for $5 a month, you can't beat it, and you only have to look in one place. Thank you for listening to Kinder Talk. Make sure to join us next time for more back to school tips and tricks specific to kindergarten. This podcast is proudly produced by Twinkle. However, please bear in mind that the views and opinions expressed are those of individuals and may not represent those of Twinkle. Mm-hmm.